Hello. And welcome back to Beauty Tea Time. Time. What are we talking about on this episode today? Do you have anything that you wanted to talk about? <laughs> I have mm-hmm. something from behind the chair about um, the like going back to work or staying home. Mm-hmm. It's something that behind the chair posted and it was just sort of leaning towards the mental health side of things. And then the other post was about what it's going to be like when we do go back. And it was, um, they reposted exactly what we had seen in our mental health group. Oh, really? They reposted it on yeah. behind the chair on yeah. Instagram. So I was going to um, talk about that. Okay. And then, and then from our, our special guest of honor. Yes, our we have a special guest this week, and he will be sharing his coronavirus story with everybody. And we have some questions <laughs> for him that I'm sure um, a lot of people would like to know the answer to. If you don't live in New York State and you haven't directly um, been w- or know somebody that uh, has coronavirus, um, well keep listening because we have some answers for you uh and the only other thing i had just like there's no products coming out there's no makeup coming out there's like nothing happening so i don't really have much in the ways of products of the week this week except i want to share an eco-friendly salon disinfectant so if any of that interests you please grab a snack and join us for Another episode of Beauty Time, but before you do that, I want to know what snack Riss has this week. Do you have a snack? How did you know? How did you know I had a snack? Could you hear me chewing? Because <laughs> you always have a no, snack. Seriously. seriously, can you hear me chewing? Because I really want to eat them. No. I made chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, I was gonna say, I my uh, recording snack is also chocolate chip cookies. So. <gasps> Twinsies, look at that. We're apart, but together in our hearts. Yes. We both need chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yes. So these came out today, like little, like they're like little round. I don't even know what the fuck that they're like little drops. They're like perfect circles. <laughs> and the one, the ones in between them came out perfect. And they yeah. were a little bit flatter, but still fluffy. And I'm trying to recreate those and I can't get them back. I don't know that. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone has baking tips for Larissa, please write into our email. Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com or tweet us at beautytimepc or send us a DM. Happy yeah. Tea Time Podcast on Instagram. Slide on into them. <laughs> or send us TikToks to our TikTok account to Tea Time Kim Podcast. Kim loves TikToks. All right. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, grab a snack and strap in for another episode of Beauty Time. <laughs> oh, and I'll also get to tell you about my panic buy of the week because it seems to be an ongoing thing. So, every week I'll have a panic buy for you. Because I waste away my money that I'm not working to make up. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the crazy laugh. (laughs) Oh, so it is. So 
I was on Instagram, as I so often am, and I followed behind the chair, and they were post. It was a repost from Mary behind the chair. She's the, I think, the president or the owner. So um, yesterday, Mary from Mary behind the chair posted on behindthechair.com on Instagram. Uh, it was just a photo that said someone needs to say this. And then uh-huh. in her in her caption, she said, so it might as well be me. And here she says, we are about to embark on the most polarizing discussion in the history of hair. Should we go back to work or stay home? Unfortunately, there are no good choices. Stay home and watch whatever savings you have dwindle or go to work and potentially get sick. Nobody should have to ever make this choice, but it is a choice. And I, for one, will never judge any person whose shoes I do not walk in. Every person is faced with a choice and none of them are good. Please do not make it harder on them by persecuting them for their decisions. Anyone who does so and calls others out for their choices should check themselves for their own self-righteous behavior. Nobody needs your personal attack. Nobody needs to be berated for their personal choices or decisions. Nobody should be persecuted for the choices they make, especially when there are no good choices in this situation. It is not those who are going back to work who are self-righteous. They are trying to feed their families. It is the ones who tell others how to live their lives, unwilling to show any empathy for other another person's difficult choices. Can we please stop the persecution of differing beliefs? It's going to it's going on far too long. The name calling, the all or nothing sides people take, the lack of listening and the prominence of bullying. Can we just start listening? Freedom of speech is being censored by big tech. They felt it was the perfect time because we ourselves have censored our own voices with each other. When we no longer feel comfortable sharing our opinions because of the real persecution, they have won. Please, I am truly begging you, show kindness, tolerance, and start listening to each other. We may not all agree, but that's what makes us stronger. Start sharing ideas and opinions. Nobody has ever learned anything by talking at people all the time. You can only learn by listening. Let's do better. Mary. So um, while we, Kim and I, take the stance of stay home and we say, you know, don't go back to work, don't go back to work until it's safe. What we mean is don't go back to work until your state tells you to do so. And then you make the, and I feel like we've said it before. I feel like we've said it numerous times when the time comes to reopen, make the personal choice if you have to go back to work or not. Just don't do it before your state is ready to reopen. That's where you're going to be hurting people. And it is important to always listen to other people, not necessarily clinging to your side, but you have to listen to the other side of the story. Because me and Kim personally choose to stay home right now, but our state's not open. But even if it is open, I think Kim is going to choose to stay home I'm, I'm not sure what Kim is doing. Kim will tell mm-hmm. you, but I have to go back to work. I don't have a choice. I don't feel safe. I don't want to go back to work. I don't think that when we reopen, we will be ready to reopen. I know Cuomo. Oh girl, I have so much to say about Cuomo, but whatever. Um, I know Cuomo is <laughs> not going to lead us in the wrong direction or anything like that. And I know that he doesn't want to rush anything and he's very methodical and taking his time. And he's really trying to be, um, you know, a great leader about this, which I love and respect. But even when he reopens, I know it's probably going to be because he doesn't have a choice and he has to. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like it's not going to be, enough. like, I'm still not going to feel comfortable. 
I'm not going to feel comfortable for a long time. That's my personal position on it. But I still Mm -hmm. have to go back to work. And Kim's not going to judge me for it. But I'm going to be safe about it. No, because, well, the thing is, and of course, if you, if everybody has been listening to us, you know, some of the stuff that we have been saying has been kind of changing from week to week because the situation changes from week to week. Mm -hmm. So if you listen to us 60 days ago, we were saying different stuff than we're saying now. So I think sometimes we might contradict ourselves, but that was a beginning pandemic (laughs) and (laughs) now is very different. Beginning apocalypse, end of apocalypse. But But I know because I truly think that we've been on the same side. Be safe. Well, right. Be smart. Stay home when you're ordered to. Right. And don't the, go the into work. Right. The bottom line has always been that. And I think that if anybody's listened to our episode um, called uh, uh, Non-Essential Does Not Mean Unimportant, let's make that clear. I think that it's very clear what our stance is. Um, because we, when we, what we were talking about in that episode was the petition to reopen. So now... Since then, there are states that are open. Montana and Georgia are hair, the hair salons are open. Uh, you know, we've talked about our concerns about that in the long run. And again, that's the thing. If, if, if New York State opens and hair salons are allowed to be open, if you work in a salon that's allowed to be open, you kind of have no choice but to go. Also, if you're in a solo salon and salons are open, you kind of, not kind of, but you have to pay your rent. Once that is back up, everything's back up. So it's kind of pushing you along to back into society. So, whereas I do, I'm able to make the, the choice for myself. It depends on what ends up happening and when we do open we still do not know but it's like you said i i heavily do not agree with the stylists that are going to people's houses i i'm really pissed off about it because the people uh, that are going per like per like right now when the states aren't open oh yeah it's pissing me off that people are are just working you know in other people's houses when they're closed salons are closed for a reason and it's pissing me off that people have that attitude that they're like well and we've talked about this a million times that they're better or not they that they need this more than the other person so you need this more to the point that you're going to literally endanger yourself and the client that you're servicing and of course we talked about that a million times yeah but to the point of uh, what you just read, I agree with what she's saying. I mean, we've made that clear a few times talking about things that we understand that there's always going to be two sides to a story or two opinions to a point. So I understand things in life really are not black and white. And I, I live a, I live a, a life that's very gray and, most people give their opinion and they're like, well, all you have to do is this or (laughs) all you have to do is that and everything's solved. And that's not the case. And, and I feel like that's the case. That's not the case here either. It's like, 
there's so many factors to it, but I'm not going to persecute anybody for making a decision. If you're making a stupid decision, I'm not, I'm not going to be one of those per- people that like goes out of my way to preach to a stranger about it. You know what I mean? Like, no. what, what do I care? You're not anybody that I personally care about. But, I just hope they're being smart about it. If they're going to go, I hope right. they're showing up in that PPE gear with the shield and the gown and the mask and the gloves. Like, I hope that's how they're doing it. If that's what they're doing when they're going. Because, like, I, I, some, unfortunately, some of these stylists haven't still gotten unemployment. Yeah. Since they have zero well, income for six, six weeks, seven weeks. How long have we been in this? Well, right. I think, too, it's a shame because... I think that society, once the weather got warm, which is happening here, Uh everyone just went, everything went out the window Uh and just driving around the last two weekends, there's so many people everywhere and they're not wearing masks and they're not obeying the social distancing and they're tailgating and they're telling people to meet up with them at the marina (laughs) and they're going on their boats and Mm-hmm. I understand. It's just like, you know, it's like saying it's like I saw a meme that was like it's like doing a class project. It's like you you do all the work and you try and do your best, and then this other person gets a good, you know, like gets pulled you something like that. Like you get pulled down by the one person that doesn't do their work or <laughs> like doesn't listen. They're ruining the class average. Well, yeah, basically, but. I don't know if I got off topic to what the point of the Instagram post was because <laughs> I tend to go on. But No, it's more so about just like staying in our own lane and not persecuting anyone. And it is easy to point a finger. And I do realize that yeah. it isn't black and white. And I do live in a gray world as well. I'm not. I'm very. Yeah. I mean, there's two sides to everything. And like I said, there are, plenty, there are thousands of people that are still not receiving unemployment, which is a sin. And it's just insane that they have to do what they have to do to pay their bills, which I respect. I just, this is what I hope. I hope that you are wearing the proper equipment that you need to be wearing so that you're not spreading it. But also, be fair to yourself. Make sure that you're not giving it to your client and your client's not giving it to you. You know, it goes both ways. There's that reciprocity. Like, they can't be hurting you and you can't be hurting them because... Let me tell you something. Like, we're going to have a second wave. It hasn't really come yet. I don't care what the papers say. The weather's getting warmer. Yeah. What happens when flu season hits in September? What then? Right. What then? So this isn't over. This is far from over. Am I, oh, yeah. am I a doctor? No. Am I a credible source of information? Absolutely not. This is my personal 100% opinion and belief. But... I just think that people are going to get loose because they're tired of being told no and they're yeah. tired of being kept inside and they're going to go fucking full ape and they're going to bust out of their it's cages. Already happened. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to get worse when the weather gets warmer than it is now. Today we had yeah. a 70 degree day. I can't tell you how many people I saw outside. Now they were with their own little groups, but those groups had more than like a few people in them. So how am I supposed to know that that's your family and not someone you met up with? Right. And again, this is what's going to happen. Then everyone's going to be like spreading it all over again. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop just because you want it to. 
Right. I wanted to so bad. I want to go shopping. I want to go hang out with my friends. I want to fucking go to Starbucks, okay? Right. <laughs> like, right. I need to get my white girl on. I need to go to Starbucks, all right? Like, I just And Home need... Goods and TJ Maxx. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just need an outlet like I used to have. The freedom right. to go out of my house without a mask on and without covering up my hair and without, like you know, washing my hands a thousand times and wiping down my, my purchases. Like I had to go get distilled water today from CVS for a neti pot because I'm very congested. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have to wipe down everything, my shoes, my clothes, take a shower. And like, we've been doing it, but this is going to yeah. be our new normal for a really long time. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to adjust. Yeah. Well, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's all like so many extra, extra things on your plate. Yeah. And even though we're not doing much right now, it's still a lot of extra. Like, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. I touched this. So I got to wash my hands. Okay, I touched that. Now I got to wash my hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to burn the Amazon box that came in because it can't be in here. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, I was, I was, today I went out. Because I wanted to get a few things because Mother's Day is coming up. And my mom's on this kick where she keeps telling me she doesn't want anything. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. So I decided since my mom and my future mother-in-law are very, you know, they're both, this, you know, uh, in the same mindset right now with everything that's going on. Like, they, they, the best gift you could give them is, like, hand sanitizer and, like, gloves. So I... I went and I was able to find two things of hand sanitizer and two things of gloves. And I got a four pack of tissue, uh, not (laughs) tissues, toilet paper. And I put a little, I put a reusable mask in each thing. And I made like coronavirus Mother's Day kits. And I put it in a Ziploc bag because I'm like, I don't even want to bother with a bag because they're going to either spray it or throw it out Mm -hmm. or light it on fire (laughs) to get it out of the house. So it's like... You know, like, I'll get my mom a plant to go with it because she wants a plant so bad. But she hasn't, you know, she hasn't been to the store at all either. Mm-mm. But it's like I, I I got to the to Target today and I put my mask on and I go to get out of my car and I just stop for a second. And I was like, I still can't believe that this is what I'm doing right now. I'm literally putting a mask on to go into the store. Yeah. And I've done it a million times so far, but I'm like, I just can't. I just can't believe this, that this is life. Yeah. (laughs) It's very strange. I was definitely like, well, suit up, you know? Yeah. When I put my mask on. Right. It's insane. So, but I think, I think the point uh, to, like you said, to circle back to the post that you're talking about, I think that it was a very good point that she made that, it's like it's almost like politics like people have been treating it like politics the whole time it's like there's always two opinions Mm -hmm. or three opinions you know there's lots of opinions Mm -hmm. and not every yeah it's like there's lots more things that people have to say you might not agree with and unfortunately as we've seen just as people that live in america or people in general that there's always going to be people that disagree and mm-hmm. there's going to be louder people that stomp on the other people that may have a good point but they don't want to hear it because all they want to hear is themselves so i mm-hmm. hope that we never That's come come off it. 
Yeah, it's like, I hope that we never come off that way on this podcast because we are very, you know, we are always. <laughs> yeah, oh. people have to listen to us first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we we are people that we love to hear different sides of the story and, and where it might sound like we're really harsh and judgmental. We're not. It's it's just, this is <laughs> no, our. Why? We are. <laughs> just for funny. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but it's like, this is our little room, like our space. So it's like, you know, not everybody's going to like us and that's okay. And as long as we understand that, you know, we don't always have what people want to hear to say, that's fine. But this is us, you know, and I guess into a point, some people can be like that with with everything and not also be like, let me hear what you have to say, too. Well, you know what they say about opinions? They're like assholes. Everyone has one. Everyone has one. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I guess I will talk about my product of the week this week. It's a, it is a salon disinfectant and it um, kills everything like Barbicide does, uh, as far as I know. But it is called uh, Rejuvenate and it's a disinfecting, disinfectant cleaner concentrate. So basically, um, you can use it. Uh, in place of barbicide and it is eco-friendly and it's safe for you and the planet so if you've used barbicide which i hope all of you have because if you haven't you're gonna really have to learn about it before you go back to work (laughs) but um if you've used barbicide you know that it's very strong and if you're in a small space like I am and you're spraying shit all day long, you end up with a headache or your throat is sore because of all the stuff that you're ingesting. I don't really like the fumes that Barbicide puts out there. Yeah, you know, I actually already... like the smell of Barbicide. <laughs> no, I ingest enough shit on a daily basis in the It's salon, not a good idea. But... I just like it. It's like the smell of gasoline. <laughs> and you're like, I know this is killing brain cells. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. But I like. It. So, um, basically, Rejuvenate is EPA registered hospital grade disinfectant, and it meets OSHA's bloodborne pathogen standards. Effective against human coronavirus, such as COVID nineteen, works as a five minute viricide, bactericide, fungicide. Uh, kills athlete's foot and nail oh, fungus no, in only okay. five minutes. Kills hepatitis. Hepatitis, BNC, viruses, HIV, athlete's foot, nail fungus, MRSA, and other spa-relevant pathogens. Um, it said it is powered by accelerated hydrogen peroxide technology. Diluted solution remains effective for 90 days in your spray bottles. Biodegradable for your guilt-free disposal. Um, so it works for foot baths, whirlpools, floors, counters, workstations, other common areas. Um, if you want, it does, it said it does kill, uh, human coronavirus and COVID-19. So I guess you could use it in place of barbicide if you are concerned about the strong smell that barbicide Is gives it off back ordered and as well? the constant, um, uh, it doesn't say that it is. That's good. So they have, uh, rejuvenate disinfectant cleaner in a spray bottle, which is ready to use. They have soft pack wipes. They have uh, cleaner wipes, which are like the Barbicide wipes. There's 160 wipes mm-hmm. in that. Um, they have the jug of Rejuvenate. They have, I don't know what indicator strips are. 
and they have like two other things that I don't know what they are really, but um, it said it is twenty nine ninety five cheaper than for it's for a gallon. I That's think cheaper than barbecue. Yeah, twenty twenty nine ninety five for uh one gallon. And then let me see. And the disinfectant wipes, which I want to get up my hands on these wipes, uh, twelve ninety five. Oh, so same. Yeah, same. same way. Those soft pack of wipes are good so for the basi- car. Yes. So they, it's um, so rejuvenates hospital grade disinfectants for salons and spas are more powerful than traditional solutions, but remain gentle on surfaces and equipment. Formulated with patented accelerated hydrogen peroxide technology the solutions are biodegradable and not irritating helps you promote safer greener practices in your spa and extending the life of your tools and equipment in light of the recent pandemic is important to note that rejuvenate products are effective against COVID-19 so they're safe hospital grade EPA registered so they're compliant equal friendly so it breaks down into water and oxygen um that's all the information I can really see. Uh, Wait, what does it mean by it breaks down water and oxygen? What? It says it breaks down into water and oxygen, which I don't know what that <laughs> means. There's a number on the back and I want to call it and ask them. <laughs> Let me see the... I'm going to look up the rejuvenate protocols. In order for you to kill viruses and bacteria... The, the, oh, that was the good thing about this. It's a less amount of time to disinfect uh, than barbicide. So, in order to uh, kill bacteria and fungus, <laughs> no, bacteria <laughs> and virus, um, you need to leave the surface wet for one minute. If you need to kill, it's to it says tubercucidal is five minutes and fungicidal is ten, and then you wipe the surface dry or allow to air dry. So that's to use on surfaces, and that's for the wipes and the uh, spray. Mm-hmm. Let me see what else this says. So for your tools, you clean the water with you clean the tools with water and detergent. Rinse the tools with clean water and dry. Then fully immerse tools in uh, prevention ADEL. I don't know what that is for eight minutes. Rinse tools with water and dry manually using clean cloth. Store in a clean closed container to prevent contamination. So basically, it's the same. Uh, so it says, it says, make sure you're keeping both you and your clients safe with the rejuvenate disinfectants created specifically for spa professionals. Rejuvenate disinfectants are gentle and contain no harsh chemicals, odors, or fumes. These protocols and guides have all the information you need to use. Uh, rejuvenate disinfectant wipe sprays and concentrates yeah it just seems like like i said it just seems like a more eco-friendly barbicide it's not supposed to be as uh strong in smell it has a little bit less of a uh contact time to disinfect and if you can't if you don't like barbicide and you want to do something that's more eco-friendly then i would suggest trying to order it i was gonna order it but the website you can get it on if you want to google rejuvenate disinfectant you could do that but it's universalcompanies.com and that is where you can find all of the rejuvenate products i believe that that is 
the only place you can get it. I heard that you know all the like the wipes and stuff are are going to um, like the hospitals and healthcare workers, so they're not easy to get right now. So if you're worried about getting them and they're not available, that is why. Um, that's where all like the disinfecting wipes are going to, like the Clorox ones and like all that. Any kind of like disinfectant wipe or some of some sort is going towards those hospital, um, the hospitals and stuff. So if you're not able to find barbicide wipes, uh, don't worry. They're going, they're to, a going good place. to a good home. So calm down. You don't need, you don't need to stockpile no, them don't. yet. Oh, yeah. apparently or allegedly like there isn't going to be another like wave of production of, um, Lysol wipes and Clorox wipes because the most of the ingredients come from China or some shit. So like, if the stores stop getting like when they run out of their deliveries, I guess like we're gonna be out yeah. of them for a little while, and then that's gonna be a whole another set of panicking ensuing <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, so I would buy these. Well, I think I think too. Uh, sometimes it's hard to. Like they were telling us on our our sanitation webinar that like salon disinfectant and all that stuff like might not be getting shipped out right now because certain facilities in certain Mm -hmm. states are closed. So they might have it. You just might not be able to get it yet. And then they're going to make sure that they do push all the appropriate things to the right spots, but I hope that the beauty supplies learn from the toilet paper and um, paper towel fiasco to put limits on stuff because people are they probably start will. It. I really think that we're going to start seeing little by little and like in rotation certain industries shutting down and then others opening yeah. back up and like in like a little carousel of like fuckery. You know, we're going to be fucked in different yeah. ways in different times so it's like we're gonna have to just keep, we're gonna constantly be in phase one which is adjustment and that's so exhausting yeah right i just want to add a small disclaimer we are in no way licensed social workers therapists clinical anything we are just offering up our opinions here and how we feel we would handle certain situations so any advice that we do give or any sort of like method of calming ourselves or meditation, anything of that nature that might be medical or um, considered advice, just know it's our personal advice and we're not licensed to give it. And if you don't agree with it, you can kindly fuck right off. And also any products we talk about or things we talk about or just be based on our opinion and not meant to harm any businesses or anyone's livelihood we just have True. opinions we'd like to share right we're just we're giving you the tea yeah on how we feel about certain things and we are not trying to hurt anyone's livelihood well what was oh, your panic buy stupid <laughs> what did you, you buy so uh, my friend tagged me in something because she's She's so cute. She tags me to everything like makeup related that she has a question on. Like, should I buy this? Is this a good color for me? And blah blah blah. And like, I love, I love it. I think it's so mm-hmm. cute. So I went and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, oh, that's a nice product. And then I fucking bought two, like an asshole. And they're thirty two dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I bought the um, Charlotte Tilbury 
um, eyes to mesmerize eyeshadow. It's a potted eyeshadow, but it's a cream. So I bought, uh-huh. ugh, I bought it in rose gold, like the millennial that I am. Oh, nice. And I bought it in another color called, I think it's called Betty or Bet, maybe. Um, but it's spelled B B E T T E. I don't really know. I'm assuming Bet, like uh-huh. Bet Midler. Um, and it's a beautiful, like mm-hmm. bronzy gold color. And I just thought, oh, I need both of these because I like one-step eyeshadow. I'm lazy. And when I do go back to work, all you're going to be able to see are my eyes with a mask. (laughs) I I don't really have to do makeup anymore except for my eyebrows and my eyes. So I should probably get like really quick, simple eyeshadow. But never mind the millions of palettes I already own. They're $32 a piece. So let me reiterate that they're really expensive. But they are. So product details include wrist panicking um they're water (laughs) water infused (laughs) formula um which creates maximum impact with minimal effort so it's a and it it says that it's a foolproof product because you just literally need your finger and a minute to put it on Mm -hmm. but it's a revolutionary water infused formula that has a cooling effect on your eyes it glides on easy it won't drag or um, smudge. It has vitamin E to hydrate and provide antioxidants. Mm-hmm. And then it has a soft focus illuminating pigment to smooth over lines and imperfections. So it's also vegan friendly. That's um, mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And it is free from talcs, paraben, fragrance, alcohol, and nuts, just in case you had a nut allergy. And I don't, this is something that I'm learning about with allergies because I, for the longest time, didn't realize there was a wheat in products. So people who have gluten allergies can't use certain products. But also, sometimes there are nuts in products. Oh, I really yeah. didn't fucking know that. But when you think about it, if someone has, an, when someone has a nut that. allergy, depending on the severity of it, they can't use coconut products. Because it's technically a tree nut. Yeah. Which I fucking had no. I was like, oh, coconut's a fruit. Nope, idiot. It's a tree nut. I really didn't think. I didn't. Nope. think about that either i have actually have a client so two, two things that actually <laughs> go with this i have a client that is is allergic Aww. to coconut and there's different um versions of what it like different names of what it is in different products and she said there's so it's much there, it, it's coconut in like oil everything. isn't a lot yeah. it's even in hair color mm-hmm. she said it's in everything and also she um, wanted to dye her no. hair while in quarantine so she wanted to dye no. her hair rose gold so she was ordering uh overtone and it's i don't know why everyone wants to dye their hair rose gold <laughs> in quarantine but apparently everyone's dyeing the hair rose gold because we looked up so many different like semi-permanents or whatever and the rose gold was all, <laughs> all sold out <laughs> so a lot of men- millennials going through a rose gold quarantine <laughs> phase. Sweet. So you're on trend. Well, just for my eyes. I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly rose gold is yeah. a millennial trend, which makes me want to puke in my mouth a little bit because I've always loved rose gold my whole entire life. <laughs> so I'm, uh-huh. a little, I'm a little salty yeah. that it's a trend now. Is that what I mean? uh, Well, that sounds like a uh, cool Yeah, product. I actually am a big fan of cream eyeshadow and... I am a big fan of cream blush 
and I love how it applies, but mm-hmm. the only problem with me is that it's like I can't use it a lot personally unless I take the legit time to scoop it out and never stick my fingers in it because otherwise then I the bacteria that mm-hmm. grows in a cream product makes me personally break out way quicker than I already do break out. So I just I have to use it like sparingly or once in a while and like if, if it's in someone's kit like I'm like yeah. don't come at me with that shit unless you scoop it out because most people just stick the brush in the product and then put it on your face and then back in the product and then that's contaminating it. So yeah. Like I just don't have the patience right. to sit there and take a, a spatula, scoop it out and then use it. Did you get no, it yet? I just, Did you get no, this I just ordered yet? it. Did you try it? So I will have a... Um, oh, okay. So far, this is just a panic buy. <laughs> it's just a panic purchase. But I haven't actually received my uh-huh. panic purchase yet. <laughs> so I will let you know. I'll give you a full yeah. report when I do. Because I am, like, really curious to see how well it stays on. I also have oily skin. But I love cream eyeshadow. It's so easy. It's so effortless. You just literally stick your finger yeah. in the pot, put it on... You know, and just in the summertime, though, that doesn't really fly so well because it will melt off my face. But yeah, um, I like to um, put powder eyeshadow over my cream eyeshadow bases and they last a lot longer. Yeah. Nice. Well, that sounds like a cool product. It's so pretty. I can't wait till it gets here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm it sure will. it'll show, it'll show up, up like after I've gone back to work. But like, really, what the fuck do I need it for? I really, what I need to be doing is I need to be purging <laughs> all my makeup, so I have an excuse to buy new makeup. Ugh. So, for anybody that has been listening to Beauty Time for a while, you may have heard me and Riss. Um, begging for Omar <laughs> to write us an email. We've mentioned Omar a few times and he never wrote us an email, but he decided that he'd like to be on our Hello. show. So everyone, this is Omar. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Welcome thank you Omar to me. Beauty Time. <laughs> and <laughs> of course, and Omar, um, we wanted to have Omar on here, not only because we like Omar and he's a lot of fun, but he had a experience with coronavirus and we thought it would be beneficial for everyone who maybe doesn't know somebody that, lucky you if you don't know anybody that has had it, but we thought it would be beneficial to have somebody on the the podcast that had it that we could ask questions to and talk about it and have him share his story. So um, we also wanted to talk to Omar about um, what he thinks about when he eventually goes back into the barbershop or the hair salon to get his hair done and what he expects to see, you know, his barber or his hairstylist doing. And also we want to know Omar's, Quarant- top three quarantine <laughs> binge watching picks. He's our TV Omar guide for right now. Has, oh wait, I have a show. I watched guide. it in two days, like like a fucking loser. <laughs> watched The Witcher, and it was so good. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, Omar, come on, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, well, I'm on a different. I'm I'm watching a different <laughs> show right now, but I'll eventually I'll get to it. You know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Anyways, let's begin, shall we? Omar. 
<laughs> Let's begin. So our first, our first question. So basically, um, on the Beauty Time Instagram, I made a story and I posted and I asked if anybody had any questions that they'd like to ask somebody that has been through coronavirus. What would they ask? And to to basically drop it down in the comment section. So I got uh, two responses. <laughs> One. One said, "What is the worst song lyric you have ever heard?" Anything by Kesha. Not relevant. So I think that person. <laughs> I think that person is a bot. I don't really know. But we'll start with the relevant question. And one other person asked, "What were so Omar? What were your first signs?" Okay, that that's a very that, that, that's actually a, a very good question. Um, well. Um, it's it's crazy because, you know, as you know, we have allergy season going on as well, which doesn't help as well, you know, but um, it all started really with just like a, right. a, a bad tickle in, the, in my throat and a cough. And um, I, you know, the day that I first had those symptoms, I was outside. So I was like, oh, it's probably my allergies, you know, um, me being the person that, you know, Quarantine right. means quarantine for me. I locked down. So, um, you know, I said, oh, let me catch some some rays outside on my front porch. And uh, when I went inside, like maybe four hours later, I started getting this cough and I'm like coughing and coughing and and like it's almost like a sore throat. So I said, oh, let me just gargle with, you know, it's probably pollen or, or something. I said, let me gargle with hot water and uh, salt. Yeah. Did that. Um, the second day, it was uh, day two of it. I was still having discomfort in my throat. And then, um, you know, after that day three, I didn't really feel anything until really it was day four. Day four was the beginning of fever, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the the rise of the fever um, I was just getting a fever, you know, I have a, I have a thermometer and, uh, I just felt it in my face got really hot. Like just, yeah, really? it, it, it felt like my body mm -hmm. was boiling from inside, but like really hot and my face got really red and I was like, something's not right. Um, so I checked my temperature and, you know, 98.6 is usually the average I was at. 99.9 so i said i said well let me go to my medicine cabinet mm -hmm. uh, i have tylenol just in case you know i stocked up on stuff on medicine and whatnot and uh i took tylenol i took uh two tylenol and i went to bed um then from there you know as i woke up in the middle of the night in like a sweat because the tylenol broke broke my fever so i'm like wow I'm like, this doesn't mm -hmm. feel right, but, you know, who knows? I, maybe I was just, I thought I was just getting sick again because I didn't, I don't really leave my house unless I need to. Um, so right. day five was the beginning, like the floodgates open. It was just fever oh, no. and chills, fever and chills to the point where I would wear two sets of, uh, socks i would wear socks and it was just my feet were so cold they felt like literally like ice blocks 
and I'm shaking and shivering. Did you put Vicks on there? I did, of did course. You, you know, as uh, you know, as a fellow as a fellow <laughs> Puerto Rican, yes, I admit it. You know, I did do that. Um, no, but it really it, helps. It does. It really, <laughs> I, I swear yeah. to God, I don't know if it's an old wives' tale or not, but it fucking it works. I mean, you know, growing up, forget it, Vicks. You break your leg, put some Vicks on it. You know. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of Windex in that movie, but like legitimately, like it has a lot of purposes. That menthol shit works. Yes, so I did do that. You know, I I did it throughout the whole time I was sick. Um, And it was, I tell you, it wasn't fun. So it would, you know, within maybe two hours of taking Tylenol, that was my regimen. Um, Every six hours, as you know, the medication, as the bottle said. Within uh-huh. two hours, I'd start breaking into a sweat because it would just, you know, lower the fever. Um, and, you know, I'm just like, whoa, this is a crazy roller coaster ride. Um, and, yeah, I, I, did, I had that for literally two, just about full two weeks um, to the point where my fever got up to 102. My fever, yeah, okay. got up to 102. I said, no, I got to I gotta do something about this. So, um, you know, my, my place of employment, they had set up a telemedicine hotline that I could call. So I had registered for that, and I had spoken to the doctor, and I'm like, listen, I, um, these are my symptoms. And, you know, due to, you know, the current, the current events of going on, I... You know, I don't want to say I have it, right? Because you, nobody wants to wish that upon themselves. But um, no. you start right. freaking out because you start hearing the symptoms and this and that. And and she was like, "Well, it's... did you already have a cough yet, or no, no? I only had a cough for like only two days. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So it's very strange, you know, how they say, "Oh, you get different this." Yeah, everybody. everybody's different. Everybody is different. Um, I had some headaches here and there, but I think that was due to the due to the fever. Um, mm. I would get up and stretch, you know, um, you know, just to move my uh, lungs around because you know that's what I was afraid that, you know, the common thing is respiratory problems. Um, and you know, mm-hmm. knock on wood, I don't have any of those problems. But right. who wants them, right? So I, you right. know, I would move around, stretch. I would feel, you know, very, you know, I'd feel just tired, very tired, and I'd lay in bed all day, and, um, you know, I would have soup. I would have, you know, tea. I did tea with, um, with honey, ginger, and lemon. I'd have that. Yeah. So a lot of I had a lot of tea. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet we have all. We have day. a lot of tea here. You're no. part of it. The tea is hot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I would have a lot of tea, a lot of hot hot drinks. Um, I really didn't have an appetite. I really didn't have an appetite um, to the point where, you know, I live with my mom. And uh, she would be like, come and eat, come and eat. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. Like, don't force me. I'm not hungry. I didn't have an appetite at all those two weeks. Um, and it Aww. shows because, uh, you know. My, uh, I was like, I was telling Kim, uh, one day my uh, shorts look like a kilt. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay, Yay. I lost weight. <laughs> yeah, not the healthy way, but okay, I, I, I'll deal with it. Yeah, you know, you get the, yeah, you know the, 
the D word, as they say, the diarrhea, you know, it would happen a few days. Um, Part of it, why I Uh, stayed hydrated, because I was afraid that I would be dehydrated. So I had a lot of, uh, you know, I had, I had gotten a Gatorade, you know, I had gotten somebody to bring me Gatorade, a case of Gatorade. And boy, did I run through that like a six pack of beer. Oh but, my god. Uh, Wait, what flavor? Because uh, the flavor yeah, matters. It's, it was actually a mix. I had fruit punch. I had orange. Blue? Yeah. Um, I had lime, lemon lime. And uh, All right, you and I win. had the blue. <laughs> Those I had the are the blue, two good yeah. ones. <laughs> so, and that purple one or whatever. What's that uh, one? Like the purple rain or whatever uh, the glacier, fuck it's called? Glacial, glacial rain. rain. Yeah, glacier. Yeah. It, I yeah, knew it. Glacier <laughs> rush, actually, I think. Um, but what the fuck flavor uh, is that? That's not a natural flavor. I don't know. They get creative with those names, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, to the point where I, I would, uh, I, you know, I would <laughs> purposely, you know, drink water and stay hydrated just because I was afraid, you know, that I could get dehydrated yeah. and I didn't want something to cause something else in my body. But um, yeah, it was a scary, scary full two right. weeks um, to the mm-hmm. Well, and you, you said too that right. so, you couldn't so taste or smell I, that anything. Was you still can't. The or... End of when I stopped getting, I stopped having the fevers and the chills, which was weird. So maybe like um, three mm-hmm. days before I went to, I got tested when I was able to get an appointment at urgent care. Um, I all of a sudden I was like, I can't really smell or taste. This is not good. So at what point while this was happening did you go um So I would say I, I, I gave it a week. Like, I mean, normally I, you know, I I said to myself I said I can't freak out first of all. Uh okay. you know, uh disclaimer, don't google yeah. anything everybody. Don't go to the CDC. <laughs> it's like WebMD. Don't WebMD, don't google. <laughs> I know that, you know, a lot of the tech companies are putting out symptoms of coronavirus or commercials and stuff. Um, don't, you know, you got to breathe first. That's that's what I'm going to say. It's... You got to breathe first. And then um, if you see that your symptoms are worse more than 72 hours, uh, definitely seek medical attention. Yeah. Okay. So did... When did, so how did you go about getting tested and where did you, how did you know where to go? Did the doctor, the telemedicine doctor tell you like, okay, here's okay, a, so, a place in yeah, your so area, go um, there. Yeah. Or, so with the what, telemedicine what doctor, um, you know, I didn't really uh, like the service. I hate to say it, but because, um, oh, no. you know. You know, with a lot of things okay. going on, they're doing research, they're doing so many guidelines and, you know, do this, do that. And, you know, in, in, the, in the heat of the moment, as they say, um, the doctor was like, well, it sounds like you may have an infection. So. Like an upper respiratory it, infection? Exactly. So she says, you know, it could oh, be maybe okay. that you have an upper respiratory infection. But I said, yeah, but doctor, I don't have a runny nose. Um, I don't have like a, you know, the pinch face that you feel. And I know because I get I get upper respiratory infections bad. Um, she goes, yeah, but it could be something else that your body's fighting. Right. So I said, well, do you think that it's a possibility that I may have contracted COVID? 
um, she goes, uh, she goes really based off of the symptoms. I mean, I, I don't think that you have it um, because normally with those symptoms, you get respiratory issues as well. So I said, all right, well, um, she goes, if uh-huh. you see that it gets worse, definitely, you know, seek medical attention. Um, but I took it upon myself to to contact uh, the urgent care and I had asked there. And I did that because, you know, they have testing sites in our town, but mm-hmm. I was on the hotline literally for maybe like three, four hours. I just. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So you there's had, a number. So yes, there's a, there's a hotline there's a coronavirus that, you hotline? that, you know, I, I, you know, I researched through our town website yeah. and um, the testing site. And they just had you on hold, and you know, one day I was like on the phone. I was on the phone for about maybe three hours, just waiting and waiting and hearing the jingle. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting really mm-hmm. tired of this. Um, so I said, you know what? <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, you know, they're probably so backlogged, you know. And this was at the time that they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough tests. So it's like, you know, it's like, great, you know. Right. Um, but I said, oh, let me let me call the urgent care. Um, it's possible that they, you know, my our local urgent care that, uh, you know, they might uh, they might do something, you know, normally they're yeah. always pretty good there. So, you know, I had called and I said I wanted to make an appointment. Yeah. Um, I just assumed that they were taking people by appointments at this point, not like a walk in. Um, so they said, okay, uh, yeah. what are, you know, what are you making the appointment for? I had told them my symptoms and she says, the receptionist goes, so do you think you have it? I was like, well, I, I, I would hope not, you know, I'm hoping not, but, um, are you doing examinations? Yeah. She said, yeah, we could, we could do the tests. Um, but you have to follow these strict guidelines. And I'm like, okay. What were they? So those guidelines were when you mm-hmm. make the appointment, you have to, yeah. uh, they close the front entrance. So there's a special backdoor entrance where they have these quarantined rooms where you could go. So to prevent oh. the spread for people. Mm-hmm. So oh, it was interesting. Okay. So I had gotten, you know, they ask for the model of your car, just like if you were doing a Target pickup. You know, they ask you what color uh, car and what type of car, you know, or SUV are you driving? And then they wave you in. So, you know, uh-huh. so I live around the corner from there. So they were like, oh, can you make it? Oh. I, I had called like around 12 o'clock and uh, they said, can you make it in 15 minutes? So I was like, yeah, went change. You know, I changed. I had showered in the morning, so I was ready to go. And I get there and, you know, then they have you. They make sure yeah. that you call to confirm that you're there. And then you tell them what kind of car you have, and uh, uh-huh. then they wave you in. And um, the nurse had waved me in. I went, and I had my mask, of course. I always wore a mask when I'm out in public. And she's dressed down to the nines in PPE. Like, literally, uh-huh. she had her gown. Uh-huh. She had the face shield. She had the mask. And uh, I, she yeah, and, you know, and the first thing I said, you know, thank you. Of course, you know, to all the healthcare workers, all the people on the front lines and essential workers, I have to say thank you, not just this time, but every day, you know. So that's that's one thing that I uh, I'm always appreciative uh, about. You know, I treat the janitor with as much respect if I met 
the president of the United States. So, um, so she said, you know, she that really lifted mm-hmm. her spirits too because you know they're nervous too. They, you know, they're afraid to bring stuff yeah. to their families, you know, or even catch it themselves, you know. So, right. Um, I had gone. I had went yeah. in, and uh, the procedure was: they take my temperature. They uh, they also check your blood oxygen level, which is interesting. So there's this device that they put on your index finger, and what it does is it reads your blood oxygen level. So how much oxygen yeah. you're getting uh, in your blood. So the reason mm-hmm. that they do that is because that's how they could determine if there's a respiratory issue. You know, mm-hmm. this this coronavirus, what it does is it, it limits your breathing so you don't get enough oxygen throughout your body and your blood. So that's what she was explaining. And, uh, you know, she left it there for quite some time. So I started getting nervous and I said, is there an issue? And she goes, no, it just, you know, we want to get an accurate read. So she takes it minute by minute if there's any fluctuations. Um, so I said, okay. She goes, oh, she goes, you're at 92%. Oh. So you're good. She goes, anything over 90 is really good. So I said, okay. So I was able to breathe a little better. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yeah. Um, but she goes, you don't really have much of a fever. I said, well, you know, I, I had just taken Tylenol maybe like four hours ago. So I'm within the period that the Tylenol controls my fever and uh you know she took my vitals took my blood Uh pressure blood pressure was good everything was good and then the waiting game began so the nurse closed the door and I was waiting for literally almost 25 minutes and I was like freaking out and I'm like uh for her to come back no no for the doctor because she's like, you have to wait for the doctor. Um, so I'm like, uh, okay. I, I was know. the only person here, but I guess the doctors were doing all their telemedicine calls from their previous exams. So mm-hmm. uh, the doctor comes in and he goes, all right, so you think you have coronavirus? And I was like, I looked at him like, what? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, well, that's what I'm here for. I was like, I hope I, I don't. Yeah. But- um, these are my symptoms. This is what's going on. And uh, yeah, he goes, well, he goes, all right, so we're going to do the exam. I'm going to, you know, check your vitals again. He goes, uh, I can't really determine based off of just fever and chills. Because fever and chills could be what? flu. It could be, you know, so. But what is the what is the test that he has to do for you? So that, that test was uh, two Two big cotton swabs. So one goes for the back yeah. of your throat, which, you know, it's it's not mm-hmm. pleasant. Um, and no. one goes up your nose where it could cause nosebleeds. Nope. So, nope. you know, be, nope. yeah, be cautious of that. You know, be prepared for that. Uh, nope. um, because I... Can't they just do a blood <laughs> It would be nice, you know. It would have been nice. But, hey, um, you know, it's my health and I had to do what I had to do. So, um yeah, they had put two big swabs, and I'm like, oh. And he goes, oh, you didn't like. So it's a flu test. He was like, uh, you didn't like that, did you? I was like, well, would you like to have something no. lodged down the back of your throat? I would have yeah. swatted it out of his <laughs> hand and said, no, it out just of fucking count me in of coronavirus, <laughs> and I'll go about my way. I don't need confirmation anymore. <laughs> no, no, nothing goes up my yes. nose. Yeah, it it, yeah, it's not. 
they touch your yeah, brain. Literally, literally. I, I'm convinced that they've touched I my brain. I felt like I was like the mummy, you know, how they scramble your brains out? Yeah, yes. something like that. That's exactly what yeah. it feels like. I'm like, lady, I think you fucking touched my yeah, brain. I was like, whoa. But, um, yeah, he had done that. He goes, all right, we'll uh, let you know within 72 hours. And I was like, oh, three days. Uh, I was like, really? That's a very long time. So I'm like, three days. So I'm like, okay. I actually, I thought that was fast. Because I've heard, I've spoken to people who actually didn't get the results until a week later. Oh, or God. maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. No. So, so they, so after they did all that, they just sent you on your way, like, okay, we'll call you in three days. Like, did they tell you, like, here's the so sheet of what you what should I had be doing, him, or here's I, what you know? We yeah, want pretty you much. Do, it or... was like, okay, so just you know, stay isolated, wear a mask if you go out, um, you know, disinfect everything. But um, I was like, that's it. And he goes, yeah. We, he goes, I can't really you know, tell you much more because we have to conduct the tests. And I was like, oh boy. So, you know, me, I, I just, uh, I, I've been socially distancing since March 18th, since I was, uh, sent home from work and, uh, you know, work from home. (laughs) And, uh, for me, it was April 5th. April 5th, it was on a, I, I believe that that was day that one. That was day one, yeah, April 5th. So here's my question. Where did you get it? Like, where do so, you think you got boy, it from? That's, that's the million-dollar question, guys. Uh, you know, I, I remember I did go out to uh, Target. I did a curbside, and I had – It was and Target. I had, but I didn't Target. go inside. I did curbside. I had my gloves in my it mask. It doesn't matter. So. Everybody who goes to Target is fucking lawless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They just do no, whatever they want. It was it's Target. True. Lame Target. I did the drive up and, you know, really limit my contact. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, out of this whole ordeal, I've probably only gone out three times. But so it's not likely that you got it from those three trips that you took that's, out. That's what I'm thinking, too. Do you feel like too? a family member um, could have you know, brought it in and was asymptomatic? Or... And he works in a, in a supermarket. So yeah. uh, I don't want to blame him, but it's a, you know, it could be maybe something from packaging. You know, oh. I did order a few, you know, no, face right, masks and you... stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Which one? So, uh, <laughs> so I have one that's the state of the flag of the state of New York. It's like one of those uh, tube bandanas that you could convert it into like six different thing uh, face shields, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I I had ordered one with the Puerto Rican flag, but the one with the Puerto Rican flag was so tight so that cute. it choked my neck. It was literally like a snake wrapped around my neck, and I I'm like, uh. so I washed it right away. And I put it in the wash and I told my uncle, I was like, here, take it because you're an essential worker too. So just take it. And Aww. I was like, he goes, how much you, he goes, how much did you pay for this? I was like, don't worry about it. Just take it. <laughs> so, um, but the other one is pretty cool. It has like the, you know, the, the seal, the whole flag of the state of New York. And then it has a, an icon on the bottom um, that says home. And it's the the map of the state of New York with Long Island. So it was pretty cool. Is it? What? 
Larissa, I wonder if it should they just have be a picture of me hugging Cuomo. Cuomo. Oh, 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 so you're yeah. a fe- you're a fellow Cuomosexual, as as they, as they are. <laughs> I am. I was that's so funny because I was literally just yeah, looking at is. that shirt mm. to buy it. It says Cuomosexual, yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna fucking buy it. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely will. And I'll take the fucking photo. Can you please? <laughs> I love that man. You have to. I'm gonna write to him and see if he could sign a a, a headshot photo of him. Addressed to you. See if he wants to date me while you're at it. Okay. Well, he is. Yeah. He is, I know. He is. I'm not, but whatever. He's single. I'll take one for. I'll take one for the state of New York. I'll do it. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Oh boy, that's funny. <laughs> well, so so after they told so you that I you were got, positive. Uh, you get a phone call, call or what? So like what happened after that? that? Says, oh, doctor, such and such is going to give you a call from the urgent care, and um, and uh, at first I was like, I don't know mm-hmm. this doctor. That's not my doctor. So then they had called the house, and who really uses a house phone you know, <laughs> when we have cell phones? Yeah. And you know, my mom like knocked on my door. She goes, "You know, they've been trying to reach you," and I was like, "Oh crap, that is the that is one of the doctors." in the in the urgent care but he wasn't the one who helped me so i had accepted the the link and then yeah. we talked by telemedicine so i was sitting at the foot of my bed and uh he goes okay he goes you came in on friday today is sunday and uh we have your results and he goes don't be alarmed because 90% of the people who uh you know, get these results, uh, test positive. He goes, due to everything that's going on. So I said, okay, doctor. So, you know, he goes, he asked me, he goes, how are your symptoms? Mm-hmm. Are you still having fever? Are you still having, um, you know, any diarrhea? Or do you feel high, dehydrated, any shortness of breath? I said, no. I said, you know, thank God, no fevers. Because um, it was literally to the T, two weeks. Um, on Sunday, I, you know, I had stopped taking Tylenol and I was checking my temperature every maybe two hours or so. And why did you have to stop taking Tylenol? I'm sorry? Why did you have mm-hmm. to stop taking the Tylenol? Well, because I wasn't feeling a fever and, you know, too much Tylenol oh, okay. messes the stomach too. So, you know, it, mm. it, you know, it doesn't sit well if you take too many within a certain amount of hours. Um, so I oh. said, uh, I was like, uh, you know, let me, let me see, because I'm not, fe- I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling maybe like 45% better at the time, but, um, uh-huh. you know, you just felt tired still because the body was, you know, fighting it. And, um, uh-huh. he had told me, well, you know, he goes, uh, if you don't have any symptoms within, uh, three days from when I speak to you. He goes, you can, you know, you can go out if you need to, to get groceries and whatnot. And I I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm confused because last time I heard, you know, it's 14 days additional of isolation. So now I'm, I'm just confused at this point. You know, I'm like, right. I'm right. like aware. I'm, I woke, you know, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so I, so he goes, you know, just, uh, he goes, you know, just, yeah. You know, take the Tylenol if you need to. Stay isolated, um, but you know you you're you know you had tested positive. But you know after after seven days, that's another thing. He told me from the three days that I didn't have symptoms, 
seven days. If mm-hmm. I don't have any symptoms, then I'm good to go. And I said, something's not yeah. right. You're telling me three days of symptoms, if I'm clear. But then seven days after that, if I don't have symptoms, I'm good to go. So I was like, hmm, something's not right here. And it was what, what it was it funny right? because so I get a phone call from the 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 county from the Department of Health and they I guess you know the doctors have to report the people who test positive. They had told me, Oh, um we see that you tested positive. We just want to make sure that you're okay. Um, you know, if you need help with getting groceries or anything, we can, you know, we can manage that. But uh, we, we're asking you to stay isolated for another 14 days. So I had spoken to the representative and I'm like, are you, I was like, by any chance, uh-huh. are you a nurse with the Department of uh, Department of Health? And she goes, no, I'm just one of the, you know, one of the workers here. But um, if you want to speak to a nurse, you, you'd have to dial 311, which is the service with the county for information. And you could speak to someone. And uh, I was like, well, I was like, then I have a question just because the doctor tells me after 72 hours, if I don't have symptoms, and then seven days later, if I don't have symptoms, then I'm cleared. She goes, that's normally not what they're recommending. Um, but it is one of the one of the guidelines. So I said, well, you know, just to reduce the confusion, <laughs> which one it is, because I don't want to go, you know, walking around my house and then I'm spreading, you know, COVID all over the place. I don't I don't want to get anyone else sick, you know. If I could prevent it, then I'm going right. to do my part. And she goes, well, you have to stay, you know, you know, stay the 14 days, you know, try to clean right. anything. If, you, if you're sharing the bathroom and you don't have your own private bathroom, just clean everything and disinfect. I said, yeah, I, I've been doing that even before I was sick because this pandemics, I don't play around. This is one of my worst fears. It's, you know, it was, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then 14 days and today's my 14th day. So no symptoms. So I would presume that I'm good to go. Yeah. Just about a month. Yeah. So this has been like almost a month now. So I thank God I haven't had any symptoms. The only thing is I'm regaining my sense of taste and smell. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a little frustrating because sometimes, you know, now that mm-hmm. I'm over it, I get cravings. And, you know, we all like to do our Uber Eats, Grubhub, or DoorDash. But, uh, you know, the other day I ordered a few. Uh, I ordered a burrito. And I was like, man, yeah. I'm craving a steak burrito. I'm going to eat it. I'm going <laughs> to regain. I was like, here goes the weight loss. So much for me losing weight. And uh, I had the steak burrito. And it tasted like nothing. And I'm like, oh, this is not good. But, you know, slowly but surely, I'm getting my sense of smell back and, you know, my sense of taste. Um, you know, it takes some time from what it looks like. Um, you know, uh, I always, uh, you know, I, I just drink yeah. a lot of warm drinks, like, you know, a tea. You know, I like to make it a little stronger. So you, uh, you know, you could taste something. So, there, you know, there's certain days where I'm like, oh, yeah. this tastes delicious and then there's other days where i'm like wow this tastes like foot i don't know how it tastes like 
This yeah. tastes like foot. Yeah, I'm like, oh boy. So, you know, <laughs> like I guess foot. it's good that we have a brain and we can imagine what it tastes like. So I'm like, whippy. He can pretend. Pizza, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything that you want everyone to know about your coronavirus experience that like maybe they haven't been saying on TV that like, I, you know it's just what only what you would know is, from listen America, from going through it or if you're going to get information make sure you get the right information you know we also this is not just a pandemic of a virus but it also of misinformation yeah. there's a lot of misinformation <laughs> going on out there but that's so, always for everything. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But, you know, in times of crisis, you yeah. know, we don't need to create more of a of a shitstorm, you know, that that that's going on right now. Um do you have any sources of trusted um like where I, you right. from? Well, you could always refer to uh the you know, your local, you know, state state health department or, you know, county um you could also go to your local town website. Uh, you could always refer to the CDC. You know, that's that's where I usually get a lot of my information and, you know, different sources. Thank you Thank for you. sharing your coronavirus story. I think that it's something that more people should hear directly from somebody that has experienced it. And I know some people have worse symptoms than others, and the symptoms are very broad <laughs> nowadays. It's like if you blink too many times, you have coronavirus. But as Omar said, just make sure you're getting the proper information. You're not just taking everything you're reading on the internet and thinking. Well, I have, yes. well, I have one more question That's for true. Omar. So, sure. And correct um, me if I'm wrong, because you're like a wealth so, of knowledge. But if you've now had the coronavirus, you now have the antibodies, correct? Okay, so that's that's something that's uh, being questioned right now because uh, what they're saying is, um, I don't know if you saw, you know, from our Governor Cuomo's uh, report today, um, that there apparently there's two different strains. So the strain no, that I actually came... didn't watch him today. It was my day of rest. It's Sunday, dude. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I was just, just flipping through the channels and he I'm happened joking. to pop up. But um, they said that the strain that. Uh, had came from New York on the on the East Coast came from Italy, and then oh. that there's a different strain that went to the West Coast, which came from directly from China, uh-huh. which is worrisome because you know you having scientists working twenty four seven around the clock to come up with a vaccine, but how effective is it? You know, and this is not to scare they would have anybody, to come up but with two, I guess. Yeah, you know, so. Right. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to put panic out there, but you know we have to be reasonable. And one of the things that I could best say is wash your hands, keep your, your damn hands, wash your hands. That should keep... have been a rule from the get go. Because if you ever seen anybody come out of the bathroom and they didn't wash their hands, and you're like, I know your secret. I saw oh, you just no. leave the stall and go right out into the world, like. That should have just, that's always been gross. Oh, listen, you should let always me, wash your hands. Let me tell you something. You touch your butt. I, wash I, your hands. I scold people, okay? I've, I <laughs> could tell I? you, we could have another <laughs> podcast about, about so horrors in the bathroom and wa- not washing hands. I scold people. <laughs> so and I'm I. like, I'm like, uh, But is anyone surprised? I know you're going to wash your hands. I know you're not going to touch that doorknob. 
because I will <laughs> punch you in the throat. But, you know, uh, yeah, just just keep, you know, literally people, if you don't need to go out, do your part. You know, the, the mentality right now across the country is what about me? But we have to be thinking, what about we? You know, Aww, it's more about did you make that up or is that a slogan? Is that a campaign already? Uh, I, I mean, I hope not. Omar, for the win again. <laughs> <laughs> Omar for president, twenty twenty one. No, twenty four, twenty four. Omar for president, twenty twenty one. We need someone quick. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> um, but you know, I, that, that's in there now. That's the way I see it. You know, it's more about, you know, everyone's thinking, "What about me? What about me?" But we really should be thinking about, "What about we?" And, so and- on that same note, though, I'm going to cut you off really quick because I'm rude. Um, so if you like, <laughs> if you have the antibodies or whatever is okay. Now, also, since you're wealth of information, <laughs> people are going in and don't and they're like donating their blood for like the plasma or the platelets or some shit right. about having to do with the antibodies. Now, it, that's also something that you can do, like if you're not a, an essential worker. Um, but can you donate your blood? Do you know if you have already, if you've never had the coronavirus, can you go and do it? Or is it only if you've had the coronavirus? Um, so I don't I don't necessarily uh, have too much information. on okay. Like if you could, I mean, they are asking for blood donations. I'm pretty sure uh-huh. that um, that, you know, they might do a test. I'm not too sure. Um, uh-huh. But from the plasma, I do know that it's from people who have uh, had the coronavirus. Um, it doesn't always guarantee that it's going to help that uh, patient that's in the hospital, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. it's known to help. Um, okay. So it's it's not like a miracle cure, you know, but it helps, you know, if you get the, the plasma, um, you know, a lot of people do benefit from it. So and and, and another thing is, you know. Limit yourself to the news. You know, it's it's not good for you. It gets too toxic. It's, you know, they mm-hmm. focus more on deaths than, than yeah, people right. recovering. And, you know, it's it gets too much. It just gets way too much. Um, you're right. I, to the point where I limit my social media intake as well. So, you know, Facebook, Which out the smart. door. I don't, I don't. You got to unplug. Because, you know, you, know, you, you got to, you know, uh, I, you know, my... What I've been doing is I've been watching a lot of, you know, TV shows and movies. And, you know, sometimes I watch the movie for the fifth time. And, you know, (laughs) hey. We wanted to get your opinion as a non-biased client. What would you be looking for when you go to your barbershop and get your hair cut for the first time after things kind of start opening again and are you going to be comfortable to get a haircut after this or what so what are you thinking as far as your hair goes because apparently it's on everyone's mind (laughs) (laughs) okay so um first of all i want to say thank you to all the to for what you guys do because you know you guys don't get enough praise having relatives and you know friends uh that you know work in the industry and of course i listen to this beautiful podcast and uh Thanks. you know and 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 also our chats when we when we hung out pre-corona you know yeah um, i miss those days <laughs> i know so uh you know i want to start off with that but the workplace is going to change in general overall 
yeah. it's definitely, you know, going to change. We, we're going to have a new normal. Um, I hate saying that, but, you know, I was optimistic that, oh, okay, we'll probably find, you know, a vaccine and this will all blow over. Um, no, reality is actually setting in and, you know, this is going to be a new normal for, you know, until, until we find the vaccine and, and, you know, uh, you know, work the kinks out. But, um, one of the things that, uh, you know, I would, I would like to see, um, you know, and I know that a lot of majority of places should be practicing that is starting off with sanitation. Sanitation is going to be something very important because yes. uh, that's how you're going to prevent the spread. You know, now you have to provide more things for your business. So now you have to, you know, you're going to have more expenditures. You know, I, I would yeah. say dividers. You're going to have, you know, dividers uh, or you know, how how can you socially distance? It's not easy because you're touching, literally touching someone. Right. Um, well, the, the interesting thing is they want your clients to be six feet apart, but you're uh, like, I'm not going to be six feet apart from my client. So it's almost like uh-uh. kind of an oxymoron. It's like, all right, keep uh-huh. your remove a chair so your clients are six feet apart so they're comfortable but yeah but you're not you're still but you go fuck yourself still (laughs) yeah it's you know like i said there's just so much going on that uh how can you say reasoning is not all there yeah common sense is not so so common as of late right (laughs) so funny no but um, what about, I have a question now. If you're wanting us to be more sanitary, correct? And we do have to be by state regulations. Right. So yeah. That right. means that the cost, that we're going to have to spend more of our profit in buying equipment, PPE, essentially for ourselves, because they want, the state guidelines are going to require you to change your mask and your gown between every client so that's going to be a more wasteful but i understand why but now it's going to cost us more to buy supplies are you going to be comfortable as a consumer paying more for a haircut if prices have to go up that's the thing i i've been overall analyzing i i feel like a lot of things Mm -hmm. might go up unfortunately the healthcare workers need that ppe that's the priority yeah you know they they need it Without a doubt, no question, they need that PPE. We're, we're all going to, you know, we're all going to have to do our best and, you know, uh, find, a, find a solution. But, you know, uh, yeah, you know, it, maybe it's going to come down to where you have to have the PPE and, you know, a lot of a lot of the clients going to have to understand that, you know, things are going to get a little bumpy, you know, before the road gets, you know, fixed and smoothed out in the future. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I had my, my barber called me. I was supposed to get a haircut the, that Saturday when they were supposed to shut down at eight o'clock and she called me and she was in a panic because she thought that I was going to get mad at her. Cause I already, she already rescheduled on oh. me three times throughout the week. She had rescheduled me. And I was like, listen, I'm not going to put you in a position where if you don't feel comfortable, I'm not going to, you know, jeopardize someone's health or my health if they don't feel comfortable, especially when they're touching me directly, cutting my hair. Uh So, you know, 
Well, thank you for that, because a lot of people are not actually having that approach towards us, and that's it's nice that you're understanding. Yeah, I'm not a jackalope, you know, like some other people. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, yeah. and, and you know, she was in a panic because she was like, "I'm so sorry. I know you've been, you've been, you know, trying to come in, and I keep on canceling and rescheduling." I said, "It's fine. I said it's fine. As of right now, I'm working from home. I'm not. I'm not video conferencing." Let my hair grow up. I don't care. When you actually get back into your barbershop, what are things that you are going to be looking for? Um, Aside aside from like basic sanitation, like spraying stuff down or wiping, is there anything that you as a client absolutely need to see done that we might not think about or like? Well, I I would say, I would say, um, there you know your your booking system how how you book appointments mm-hmm. you know no waiting room you know if if you have to right. wait in your car or you come at a certain time yeah. you have to show up at that certain time because maybe your your other coworker is not taking someone so maybe having an hour in between block or half hour block where right. you help this this client and as this client's going out the next one's coming in so booking, right. I think, is going to be very important. Well, I think that that is a major thing that they're going to enforce stuff like that, where I've seen already, like, they want you, your clients to wait in the car. And then when we're ready for them, we go and tell them, okay, you can come in now once that other person before you is gone and you've had the time to disinfect, like, they want you to give yourself extra right. time to, like, sanitize everything. So that's definitely something that we all are going to need to and we should, um, you know, abide by those rules. I know a lot of uh, hairdressers think, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, like, oh, you know, once we open back up, it's going to be like crazy. Even I said it myself. I'm like, oh, it's going to be like Christmas again. But I'm like, it's not because I at this point, my entire clientele needs their hair done. So even the people before this pandemic that didn't have an appointment are due. Everybody's due. So <laughs> everybody is overdue. <laughs> everybody's overdue and everybody's due. And it's like we have to that's the thing. We have to take things one thing at a time. We have to make sure we don't just think about like you said, me. Like I don't just think about right. me. Like I need the money. So I need to, I need to, right. I need to. It's it should be we. I need to think about you and what makes you comfortable working in barbershops that normally have walk-in business. They can't be taking walk-ins. That's another thing. You're not Yay. allowed to take You Sorry. can't be taking them. <laughs> they can't just show you, up. Walk-ins. Yeah, there you go, walk-ins. That's right. Your I, I have been waiting for this day <laughs> my whole career. <laughs> but you're you're not going to be allowed to take in random people right. off the street, which I think that's great. I mean, I'm always never. for that, but no. I think that that's a good point because you as a client, you're specifically going to be wanting that. You don't want to sit in a waiting room while there's two other people waiting and your client, your barber has a person in his chair and then the person next to it has another person and then like the whole shop is full. Like, those days are over yeah. for now. There are going to be certain limitations or restrictions, and people need to right. understand that. 
you know, right. the, the, and the, enough, enough with the times of, oh, well, I feel entitled and I deserve what I deserve. No. Oh, that's still going to happen. Uh, unfortunately, yes. But no, you have to yeah. think about, you know, you got to think about for yourself and others as well. And, and you know, you have well, to, you have to make sacrifices, you know? Well, uh, right. That way. Right. Well, I, uh, I wonder too. Once they open restaurants again, oh, if Lord. we're supposed to be wearing masks for a while, how are you supposed to how wear a mask in a restaurant? Yeah, like how? Are you well, supposed to do something that, that I saw, I, I actually saw um, a news report, and they had interviewed uh, people who went to a restaurant in Georgia because Georgia, as you know, is opening up. Oh, and, right. It's and what they there. did was yeah. they yeah. have like blue tape and yellow tape marking off where you can sit and where you can't sit and mm-hmm. as as the the waiter the waitress comes to bring you your food what they do is they have like a screen like a plastic screen so they have a cart they yeah. bring the food over they have this plastic screen and then they serve the food so you're not having that oh. and you know as in a restaurant you know that would be awkward but again that comes to part of it of <laughs> this whole thing is we, awkward everything we about have it to innovate we have to yeah. innovate you know for the meantime until something you know until we get but but then again it's like what is the point of going out to eat like how could you have a good time <laughs> right. just give me wine and i'll be all right i mean but normally when you go out to eat, I know. normally it's to <laughs> celebrate something or because you want to go on a date night or you want to meet right. up with friends. And mm-hmm. it's like it takes it then becomes like so work. It's, so, so from what so I, you're going to have to find a new normal, though. That yeah, is all from, from what I, from you, what I We saw, have to rethink. From what I saw, they were sitting at every other table. And yeah, the tables were pretty, lo- you know, pretty big tables. But uh, another thing is, I mean, that is uh, the best thing. If you're going to go to a less crowded restaurant where you can actually hear who you're talking to, but, that sounds amazing yeah. to me. But also, I'm going to look on the bright side of that. There are less fuckheads around me. Thank but you. But also, I feel like restaurants are going to be turning into like nightclubs in a way because now they're going to limit people. You're going to have someone with a ticker outside, you know, like yeah, one, two, bouncing. three. Okay. You know, they're kind of they're kind of like that already, though. They were they were like, OK, are you done? Thanks. Get out. Bye. Next table. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, but what? I'm sorry. I cut you both off. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, sorry. I just wonder, like, now that things are starting to get lifted in different states, are they saying you don't have to social distance anymore? Are people seeing their friends now, but wearing masks? Are they not wearing masks? I well, don't Oklahoma, know what's going Oklahoma on. Oklahoma right now know. removed the requirement for uh, masks because people were getting death threats. And, and I think that that's shameful that people are sending, yeah. that are sending death threats because they're putting these guidelines to protect you and the safety of right, others. Right. And listen, I'm all for opening the economy, but we need to be rational. Okay? America, we yeah. need to be rational. I know that we have... Wait, who was getting death? Who was getting death uh, Representatives in the government of Oklahoma, I believe. I mean, forgive, for forgive, me, if I, their people. forgive me if I'm wrong, Wait but I, I didn't get to read into it as much as I wanted to. 
So the, the people, the, the great people of the great state of Oklahoma were sending death threats to the people, the representatives who were trying to keep them safe? Keep them safe. Okay, so I'm just going to say it. You know, their body, their choice. And if they get taken by the Rona, it's their own damn well, fault. I mean, look at, look at uh, certain cases in Michigan. You have armed, armed uh, protesters. Walking into the state capitol, like that's uncalled for. Listen, I'm all that's for just protests, crazy. peaceful protests. That's uncalled for. You know, for. but that's uncalled for. Why are you bringing, uh, you know, inappropriate behavior, you know, children? You dressed up. You dressed up like you know Johnny, like Rambo. Johnny GI Joe over here, and you, like Rambo. And what 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 point you're trying? I think to his make... name is just Joe. GI Joe, yeah. I think his name yeah, is just Joe. Just Johnny kidding. just kept kept coming to my mind for some reason, but. You know, I'm joking. We just need to. Um, America needs to be rational, and I think uh, I don't. That's so hard for I, them. I don't want to get political because you know everybody reacts nope, different. They are other podcast, but you know we'll save that for another time. Yeah, we'll save that well, for your podcast, Omar, because you're going to make yeah, one now. I'm going <laughs> to. Well, the the thing is, I I mean, I've limited the news that I've wa- been watching because I'm sick of hearing it. Uh-huh. But I watch what Cuomo says, and then that's it. I go about my day because <laughs> we're Cuomo sexuals. What he has to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I've seen clips of other uh, state governors talking, and they like so. Side note, there will be an episode next week with two hairdressers from Arizona that basically said this about their governors. So stay tuned for that <laughs> next week. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, they were, um, they were cool. So we, so I've heard other governors say we're leaving it in the hands of the people to do the right thing. And I understand no. you want to... I think they're trying to say it in a way that these people don't feel like they have to or that they're restricted, but they take their guidelines and their guidance into consideration and they do it for the safety of themselves and others. But as we've seen, people don't take things that way. You're going to leave it in my hands. I'm not going to do that shit. They take it oppositional right away. It's terrible. Well, yeah. And it's like, Uh, You know, we had, like I had mentioned earlier, we had, we have protesters in our area. There's protesters everywhere. And these, the biggest thing is people are protesting because they feel like their freedom has been taken away from them. Mm -hmm. And in a way, you're still allowed to do whatever you want, but you have to do it a certain way for now to adapt to the times. Like you said, Omar. People have yeah. to adjust to the time. This is temporary, and it won't be temporary if you don't just listen. It's just, you know, uh, it's just, how can I say, distasteful how people can be so obnoxious and, and I guess, selfish. Um, yes. Know, because me, as a person who had tested positive for it, you know, I, it wasn't my choice. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want it. Right. And I did every, I followed every single damn thing in the book to not get it. And unfortunately I got it. Right. And then you have some, right. I like to say this word again, jackalopes that are, oh mm-hmm. yeah, let yeah. me go out and uh, drink but in the beach. And, and they get nothing. And they get nothing. And, and, and not that I'm wishing it upon them. And then they're going to be like, well, I was right. So, you know, I didn't get it and I didn't listen. Well, so yeah, but you, you know, know what? You're still susceptible, you know, cause this is not going to go away anytime soon. 
Well, I heard um, this morning that they want hospitals to keep a 90-day supply of PPE on hand just in case there's a resurgence in the fall. And they want, basically, they want the like a stockpile of stuff in the amount of what they've been using right now, just in case, which... Again, it's better to be prepared. I mean, our governor got a lot of shit for over-preparing. And you know what? He would have got shit if he under-prepared. I'd rather him claim four giant venues for a pop of hospitals just in case. And, you know, that was the thing. They... They were saying, oh, well, this asshole, he they said, you know, the computer predicted all of these these things, you know, all these cases and all this stuff to happen and it didn't happen. So what the fuck? It's, it's a whole. Well, thank God this, that it didn't not, happen, because that. if not, we, we we'd be we'd be well, having exactly. a different conversation. We'd be shit. Out of luck. <laughs> well, exactly. And that's what happens. It's just it's. It's frustrating because I don't know what states people are listening from, but that's the thing that's been an ongoing debate on where's the coronavirus real or is this a hoax? Is it government? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever something? heard. And I'm telling you people right now, I don't care what state that you are in. We are in New York. <clears throat> it is very real here. I know people that have had it. We're talking to one. I know, a, you know, a friend who had. It's no joke, her America. It's no joke. Away from it. I have a fiance in healthcare. I have friends in healthcare. They saw it. They were actively fighting against it, and it's not a joke. And the problem is, I don't care what the numbers are saying. Oh well, well, this many people recovered, so it's not a big deal. The whole point, and this is what my fiance says that works in the healthcare system. The point is to not overwhelm the healthcare system. And that's when things get really bad. If there's a surge of too many people and too many cases, that's when shit goes up in flames. So the point is not how many people recovered. The point is how many new cases these people go. If these people go in the hospital, they need a spot, whether they recover and they're healthy and they're fine. That's great. But the point is keep people out of the hospital. That's why we're staying home. Mm -hmm. It's to help the healthcare workers. And again, like we like you mentioned earlier, Larissa, it's like you people protesting are literally shitting on the nurses and the doctors and the EMTs and the paramedics Mm -hmm. and everybody that's fighting to keep us all. It's so disrespectful. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, it's very disrespectful. are putting blood, sweat and tears because uh, you think that they feel literally, they feel comfortable going out to work. No, when there's a possibility to make hard decisions, it's not an, it's not an easy thing. And like I said, thank you to all the healthcare workers not just now, but forever. You have to be a certain kind of person to be a, a healthcare worker. Uh-huh. They see shit that right. nobody should see. But they one. do. It's, there's a lot of, they do. There's a lot of, my, my fiance was saying 
there's a lot of doctors, EMTs, paramedics, anyone that does any sort of healthcare that has seen accidents or deaths or things like that, they all struggle a lot with PTSD. Or there's, mm-hmm. I saw on the news, a doctor took her own oh. life because of coronavirus. She was overwhelmed. And that's, that's the thing like, I don't think everyone is thinking about. I have a friend who is a nurse and she said it was a nightmare walking into the hospital. She was deployed to a hospital that was full and she is normally a doctor's office nurse so where she does have the background and the criteria to work in a hospital she's done it before but she hates it (laughs) she was forced from her regular job to this hospital to help them and she said every day she had anxiety whether she was off whether she wasn't she's it was awful and she was worried about infecting her fiance and her you know, people that she lives with in the same house. And, and, and like I said, Mm -hmm. mental health, and we talk about mental health a lot on this podcast and we deal a lot with mental health, but you have to understand that these other, yeah. And these other people, these other healthcare workers, there's going to be PTSD after this. There's going to be a lot of long-term lasting effect from the amount of things that they're they're experiencing right I now. Think all gonna all, I, mean, have, I think we're all going to have. I think going to have PTSD though, like right. legitimately, like in well, some shape or form. Well, right. Well, that's what I was saying. Even even us as regular people are going to have a little bit of PTSD. They had to call these motherfuckers out of retirement and reinstate licenses. I know because there just simply wasn't yeah. enough because we were simply overrun. But this this goes to. And show I'm not you. saying it to be funny. Right. I'm saying it to show right. you that the fucking that it is out in in full. Right. This goes like, to show you. Oh that, yeah. You know, are, were we really prepared? You know, number one, no. and and no. and you know, now we need to accept of what has happened and work with that and move forward. You know, everybody uh-huh. has. Right. Yeah, we're in the rebuilding. Everybody stage. has this to put time. their part into it. Right. And, and and don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's a yeah. lot of people that want to do their part, and and I commend them for that. But to to in order to do that, you have to be reasonable again. <clears throat> the, That's hard. Right. You're asking a lot from people. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. Listen, I have to say, you know, we live in New York and the protests in New York don't go as crazy as other protests in other states. And at first, you know, people were like, oh, this is a hoax. This is that. But once the numbers started climbing, I think that whole tone changed. Everybody's tone changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, I mean, I could scream it as much as I want for the people that live in. uh, uh, I have a crazy aunt that lives in North Carolina that keeps (laughs) posting coronavirus. And I'm like, bitch, are you fucking serious? Because maybe your cases aren't so bad there and I'm happy for you. But the reality (laughs) is we have seen it. We have people we know. We're talking to one right Mm -hmm. now on this podcast. We we have experienced what this pandemic is and maybe some people have and some people haven't and I'm glad for the people that haven't but it doesn't mean it's not out there and it's not real. It is real. And, And of course like we all say there's government conspiracies and I heard during this too by the way that they confirmed UFOs and yeah. nobody cared. Nobody cared. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, the, oh, UFOs? the Department okay, of Defense whatever. had confirmed uh, UFOs, but you know, 
Maybe the UFOs will take us back to their planet where the uh, coronavirus is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, we do have a cool episode next week. We Beauty Time traveled across the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it made it somewhere. In uh, Arizona. We two hairdressers. Yeah, two hairdressers from Arizona. And um, they are like me and Larissa, like on the West Coast version uh, with less yeah. cursing. And more <laughs> so- <laughs> And more weed. Uh, so, uh, you know, we baby steps for the podcast. They reached yeah, out to us pretty and cool. we did an episode with them. I'm so. looking forward to yeah, it. They, they're yeah, cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, that's the cool thing about podcasting at this time where everybody's home. It's like, in a way, I feel like there's going to be an uprising in podcasts because of the, the way that you can speak to people um at a time like this and like interact with people like on social media and you get bored and there's nothing else to do and you watch the same movie over again now you're talking to friends and it's like <laughs> oh okay it passes the time. Yeah. yeah it's like oh interesting so omar we want to know what your top three quarantine binge watch picks are uh i'm gonna start with the tv show tv show is uh a show that i've been watching on showtime it's called black monday um it's with uh it's with regina hall it's with uh don Uh Cheadle, and a few other uh comedian actors and pretty much it's uh if you put wall street if you put working girl if you put Scarface put together, um, what? and it, violent. it's uh, it is, but it isn't. Um, it's actually produced by Seth Rogen, and uh, it's more of a comedy. But you know, you okay. have some parts that are action, and it's actually um, you know, depicted from the 1986 stock Black Monday crash. Um, oh. that actually, did happen in in 1986. But what it's they do is, year. um, they put their own. You know, they put their own spin on it. And uh, they actually stopped production midway. They were filming. (laughs) And the the second season, they had to uh, stop because of the whole COVID, you know, uh, corona going on. So it's unfortunate. Yeah, 2020 2020 needs an Alka-Seltzer or a chill pill. And, you know, (laughs) just... Just relax, you know. If they want Vicks, if 2020 wants Vicks on the bottom of their feet, I got you, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, that, that's a cool show, um, you know, Black Monday. It was interesting, you know. Um, so, so yeah, I'm so looking for ideas. So for movies, so What's my second one pick is going to be us? a movie, um, The Invisible Man. Oh, oh my my, Kim, what are you I heard waiting it was for? Good. What the movie companies did, they got smart and they uh, did like a home movie premiere. Uh-huh. So you could rent it for $20. Yeah. And uh, I think it was the best $20 I spent as of late um, because the movie uh-huh. is great. Very good movie. Um, if you're oh. into like, you know, thrillers and not and not horror, this is a movie to watch. Okay, good. I recommend it. Yes. I recommend it. It's okay. it's a modern it's a modern uh you know take on the invisible man. So um oh, okay. you know, it, it's actually really good. It, you know, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. And you're like, uh 
you know, where is he? Where is he? You know, throughout the whole movie, but it, it gets really good. Yeah. So there's, uh-huh. He's invisible. Yeah, I don't know what you're waiting for. Don't wait for Dylan. Watch it yourself. I want, I, I gotta oh, watch well, that. I sure. have to watch it. <laughs> Him, how very gold diggery of you. I know. need his I money. Mean, <laughs> I mean, listen. At this point, well, so what is what is your final? Okay, so the the uh, final one um, uh, is going to be uh, on a TV show um, that I'm watching on Showtime. Sorry for you guys who don't have subscriptions, but I know you guys have friends that could give you login codes and whatnot. Um, <laughs> Corey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it's called, uh, it's the second season of uh, Penny Dreadful. Well, it's not good because I wasn't so sure. Um, so the first season I started, I started watching after I saw uh-huh. the first season. It's only on its second episode and it premieres tonight. Um, yeah. But it's really good. It's like, uh, it's almost like one of those like L.A. Noir murder mysteries it's um, supposed to be and i can tell you how i know that yeah, because i fucking blow dried the producer's wife's hair at oh really yeah. oh wow and she told yeah. me all about it and i was like i feel so cool but i can't say anything because it's a secret oh <laughs> oh man i love it i mean that's my favorite time period like the golden age of hollywood and mm-hmm. you know and uh <laughs> it's actually really cool it has a lot of uh it has like different stories, but all focuses on one. And uh, you know, it's like uh, L.A. Noir. You know, those those Hollywood movies meets uh, Supernatural. Ooh. And Kim, I know how much you love Supernatural. So, um, but yeah, those you know, those are uh, you know, those are some shows. And <laughs> that's a good movie that I've seen recently. Um, that's new, you know, um, because you know, part of it is also with with. Uh, with streaming you know you have disney plus you have uh you have disney plus you have hulu you have netflix you have amazon prime it gets overwhelming all right well i guess we'll wrap up this episode of beauty time thank, thank you for you having very me much, thank Omar, you for having sharing me. your coronavirus you sweet story. little thing you're welcome anytime <laughs> and... hopefully i could come back another yes. time yes may the fourth be with may you may the fourth be with, with you, you all. and with us you know <laughs> and baby yoda <laughs> yeah. yes so baby yoda yeah. my baby yoda <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you a task. When you eventually go back into the out wild. into the world, when things, uh, it, yeah, into the wild, and you go get a haircut for your first time, please write into Beauty Time Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com and tell us sure. your experience okay. yeah. at the barbershop. Okay. And tell us every dirty out. detail. <laughs> if they didn't wash their hands, if they weren't wearing PPE, what what was going on? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that'll be soon because yeah. I'm starting to look All like right. a med scientist. But, anyways. Oh my God! Do send photos, <laughs> <laughs> please. I want to see your your fro. All right. All right. Well. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes another episode of Beauty Time. Dun, dun, dun. We thank you, thank you for much. listening, and please join us. Please join us next week for our special... Our special guest um, stars. It's going to be a mashup of the coasts. So you, do you don't want to miss that one. 
Beauty time with Kim and Riss. <laughs>